Welcome back to the channel. I normally talk to you about things pertaining to science, law, physiology, or other technical subjects that require some level of expertise. Not so today. Today I want to do something completely different. I want to tell you why I have removed every single song in my music library by The Offspring. Most of you probably don't know that punk rock is my jam, both musically and its cultural ethos. So what happened that I no longer want to have anything to do with The Offspring ever again, including even hearing their music? The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let me start with this. I know a lot of people don't actually see the offspring as punk rock, and I'm not going to get into that today because I have learned <laughs> over many, many years that the quickest way to get into an argument with anybody who considers themselves to be punk is for somebody else who considers themselves to be punk to comment on what it means to actually be punk. As an alternative to that, I was going to say discussion, but more like argument, I'm just going to give you an example of a couple of bands that I enjoy. The first one being The Distillers. Lars Fredrickson. And Common Sight. Now let's contrast that sound against something from The Offspring. So here's where I'd like to leave the discussion about whether The Offspring are punk. That is to say that The Offspring opened the door to punk rock music for tens of millions of young people. That is inarguably the legacy of The Offspring. With that behind us, why did I remove every single Offspring song from my music library? Because, in my opinion, The Offspring recently betrayed everything that the punk culture has ever stood for. They might as well have just signed up to be the official band of CNN. For 13 years, until August of 2021, Pete Parada had been the drummer for The Offspring. You see, since Pete was a young man, he'd been suffering with Guillain-Barre syndrome and the mRNA vaccines in reference specifically to Guillain-Barre syndrome are known. And when I say known, even the big pharma companies that are putting out these mRNA technology vaccines acknowledge this. This isn't some often left field conspiracy theory. It is known that people who suffer with Guillain-Barre syndrome have an increased risk of paralysis, blindness, even death from being injected with the vaccines. So what is Guillain-Barre syndrome? Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, it's described this way. Guillain-Barre syndrome is a rare disorder in which your body's immune system attacks your nerves. Weakness and tingling in your hands and feet are usually the first symptoms. These symptoms quickly spread, eventually paralyzing your whole 
body. Close quote. It should also be noted that worldwide, Guillain-Barre has a death rate of 7.5%. So while death is less likely in in an advanced Western nation, it can kill you. As you can imagine, Parada had no interest in going around again with Guillain-Barre. And considering the risks, his personal physician recommended against getting the vaccine. And the physician provided three reasons. Number one, Parada had already had been infected with SARS-CoV-2, so and he had a mild, mild case of COVID-19. And so he already had the antibodies from prior infection without having been vaccinated. And we know that the protection from natural prior infection, absent the body being, we'll just say, influenced by a vaccine, that the prior infection immunity is exponentially greater than the kind of protection you get from the vaccine. So that was the first reason the Parada's physician said, I'm going to recommend, make a medical recommendation to you that you not get this vaccine. That was reason number one. Reason number two, it is well known that taking one of the vaccines can activate the condition in somebody who's had prior episodes with Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is Parada. Number three, the physician made a risk-benefit assessment. What are the benefits of taking the vaccine versus what are the risks for his patient? And he determined, most especially because Parada already had prior infection immunity, that the risk-benefit assessment clearly indicated that Pete should not get vaccinated. Sounds to me like Pete had a pretty good reason not to get vaccinated. And of course, again, because he had prior infection immunity, he was safer to be around than potentially other members of the band or crew that had been vaccinated. I think we all know by now that the vaccines don't offer any protection against infection, but natural prior infection immunity does. So who is safer to be around, Pete or the other band members? Dexter Holland is the lead singer for The Offspring and the last remaining member of the original band. And Holland calls all of the shots concerning the business affairs of The Offspring. So, what did Holland do concerning the fact that Parada's physician had recommended that he not get vaccinated? I wish I could tell you that Holland made a better decision. He didn't. He fired Parada. After being fired, Parada discussed online his being fired in a very non-critical way. So let's hear what Pete had to say. Quote, I caught the virus over a year ago. It was mild for me, so I'm confident I'd be able to handle it again. But I'm not so certain I'd survive another post-vaccination round of Guillain-Barre syndrome, which dates back to my childhood and has evolved to be progressively worse over my lifetime. Unfortunately for me and my family, who is hoping to keep me around a bit longer, that risk outweighs the benefits. Close quote. Parada supports anyone who resists getting vaccinated for any reason, whether side effects or distrust of government or lack of faith in the medical establishment. What he calls, quote, an understandable distrust of the system. Close quote. Here's Pete again. While my reason for not getting the jab is medical, I want to make sure I am not carving out a space that is only big enough for me. I need to state unequivocally, that I support 
informed consent, which necessitates choice unburdened by coercion. I do not find it ethical or wise to allow those with the most power, government, corporations, organizations, employers, to dictate medical procedures to those with the least power. There are countless folks, like me, for whom these shots carry a greater risk than the virus. Close quote. Dexter Holland has a doctorate degree in molecular biology, so he certainly understands that a risk-benefit assessment is a standard safety protocol in the medical industry. And yet, he fired a band member whose physician had done the risk-benefit assessment, had determined that Parada should not get vaccinated, and based on that, Pete was protecting himself from possible life-destroying paralysis and even death. And yet Holland fired him. To me, Parada's discourse resonates with me as being punk as fuck. And Holland's action is about as anti-punk as anything I can possibly imagine. I should add, I typically don't stop listening to an artist because of politics. I mean, where does that end? But this is something different. Holland chose to take away Parada's income, his livelihood, because Parada chose not to possibly be afflicted with life-destroying paralysis. This event revealed to me, that the offspring is, to borrow a song titled from the Screeching Weasels, what we hate. Like Parada, I have a strong distrust of the government and establishment in various industries. And I'm sure like Parada, it wasn't always that way. It was their actions that harm people that made me distrust them. And that distrust and the facts that go with it. That's the important part, the facts that go with it. Because distrust can just be a feeling, right? But what about the facts that undergird distrust, that justify the distrust, that demand distrust? Those facts are reflected in two of my books, Income Tax Shattering the Myths and Body Science. In the case of Income Tax Shattering the Myths, it tells the story of my 17 years of in-depth research into whether or not the government's narrative about the income tax, that being that if you earn some money, you need to give some to the government, is factual. In 1993, some friends who are impeccably honest men told me that narrative is not true, and they shared a little bit of their information with me, and from then I couldn't let it go, because if the government is scamming the American people out of trillions of dollars of their personal property every year to which the government is not lawfully entitled. Man, I couldn't let that go. And after 17 years of research, 
I published Income Tax Shattering the Myths. And it is, people have often referred to it as the Bible concerning the truth of what the law really says about the income tax. And by the law, I'm talking about the statutes, the regulations, treasury orders, treasury decisions, internal IRS documents, so on and so forth, all of which are consistent, including the decisions you might be surprised to know of the United States Supreme Court. All of them are 100% consistent and has been since the income tax was initiated in 1913 to this very time, this very day when I'm talking to you right now. All of those things have been 100% consistent. And the message is that the law does not impose, the Congress in its laws has not imposed the income tax on the vast, vast, vast majority of Americans, including you. So since the government is committing the largest financial crime in the history of the world and supporting that with one of the most successful disinformation campaigns the world has ever seen, yeah, that merits distrust. And frankly, I would say the number one aspect that anybody experiences when, after they've read Income Tax Shattering the Mist is that they can never, ever, 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 ever look at the United States government the same way again. They can never trust anything the United States government says, because when you see what the law actually says, you can compare that to what the government has said in its disinformation campaign, blatantly lying to 330 million Americans every single day. When you see that, you, you can't trust the government ever about anything again. My other book, Body Science, is somewhat similar, but it's not focused on government per se, although government is involved. It deals with the lies and falsehoods about human physiology that were propagated and spread by the establishment, including government, by no means exclusively government, for the last 60 years that has led the U.S. population to be the most chronically ill society in all of human history. With all of our medical prowess, with all of our knowledge of science, Americans are the most chronically ill society in all of human history. And the overwhelming reason for that is that they have been consistently, consistently lied to for the last 60 years about human physiology, what the body does with macronutrients and so forth. So if you believe the lies, then you believe you're doing something healthy as you're getting more sick and more sick, and more sick. And the medical industry is making more money, and more money, and more money off your sickness. And big pharma is making more money, and more money, and more money off your sickness. And I find that abhorrent. And the only way I knew to straighten this out was to write body science that tells you the truth about how human physiology actually operates concerning the macronutrients you put in your body. Then the reviews have been spectacular. Uh, nary a day goes by that I don't get emails from all over the country. People telling me they're down 50 pounds, 60 pounds, 100 pounds. They're off this med. They're off that med. Frankly, they're off all their meds. Their hypertension is gone. Their diabetes is gone. And all because they decided it might be worthwhile to read 143 pages and find out how their physiology really works and decide whether they'd like to die of sickness or be healthy and happy and die decades, decades later than they would from all those chronic diseases. So if either or both of those sound good to you, go to drreality.news, drreality.news, and grab yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist, Body Science, or both. You have my word, they either or both will be two of the most fascinating books you have ever read in your life. My word to you. And not only will they change your life if you let them, but I've been here like this for 20 years putting out information to the American people at no cost. So if you want to support me instead of doing the donation thing that so many vodcasters use, 
I want to encourage you to purchase a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist Body Science, and then you help me to continue to be here for you, and you get in exchange life-altering, fantastic information. Thank you. 